Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Home Brew on Money FM 89.3. The National Library has reopened its transformed. Central Library in Singapore, you know, the one that's in Bugis. Joining us now to give us more information and insight into it is Melissa Kawasoe, the Senior Manager at the Central Public Library for the National Library Board. Melissa, great to have you in the studio. Wow, what a beautiful new space for people to go and learn and read and enjoy. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. So give us the overview. It's the B1 area of the library. Tell us what people can expect when they go there. Okay, so as you rightly mentioned, we're located in the basement one of the National Library building, and we're the Central Public Library. And this Central Public Library, uh, the revamped space, has a focus on all things Singapore. So we um, focus on the heritage and literature. It's also the hut and hub of Singapore stories, and it's a place for everyone to discover more about local culture, literature, and art and sustainability, among other topics. It's nice. wonderful. It is mm-hmm. wonderful. It's one of my favourite places in Singapore. I have slept at your library uh, with, with my daughter. It was a, it was a, a For fun. a programme, I hope. Yes, of course. I, 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 I didn't just stay in there all night okay, and good. hid in a bookshelf. He was uh-huh. between jobs. I oh, needed okay. a place to stay. Okay. It was warm. Yeah, I had no money for fares. It was quiet. Yeah. yeah. So it was part of the father's reading programme. Okay, good to know. But I absolutely adore the Central mm-hmm. Public Library. I'm hoping to go there today, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn's been speaking about it. We've discussed it mm. on this show. It okay. looks wonderful. Thank you. When you're deciding these these changes, these mm-hmm. new exhibitions and installations and so on, mm-hmm. how do you make your decision? How do you work on making the modern library relevant mm-hmm. for the digital generation? Good question. Before we revamp any library, mm-hmm. we always um, do community community engagement. So we find out from our community what they want and what they hope to see in a revamped space. So um, we do a lot of that. And then, of course, we reach out to different partners as well to see how best we can collaborate. And as you said, you know, we have to ideate new ways to keep our patrons engaged so that they can continue learning and experiencing, um, you know, through the library. Yeah. Melissa, you know, when we think about, for example, the Pongo Library, we had some Mm -hmm. folks on talking about that when Mm -hmm. that opened up. Mm -hmm. The Central Library has a very – it's a finite space. Mm -hmm. Like you can't build out – you know, the Mm -hmm. the Pungo Library was purpose-built, purpose-designed. Are there challenges in that trying to, as you say, take on stakeholder Mm -hmm. engagement and and feedback Mm -hmm. but also having to do something that's in a quite a limited area? Yeah. So, for example, we're in a basement. And I think one of the conscious decisions that um, the designers made for this particular space was to make sure that you didn't feel like you were stuck in a basement. Mm -hmm. So they blurred the lines between the indoors and the outdoors doors by providing green spaces and by green, bringing some of that green into the library itself. It's kind of like an, there's an atrium feel in, yeah. in several areas, which I thought was quite interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, so you don't really feel that, you know, you're trapped in a basement. Or yeah. <laughs> so for, for those who mm-hmm. haven't been there yet, mm-hmm. what, what are the key differences between the, the current central library and the old one? Um, so I guess some of the key differences are really the new um, spaces that we have. So, for example, we have the Singapore Alcove, which is an immersive space that integrates the Singapore collection together with an exhibition. So the first exhibition that we have currently is called 
about landscapes, the life and leisure in Singapore. And it's really interesting because not only can you browse the collection there, there are interactive elements within the space. So and so you can explore the different artifacts from the past. You know, you can listen to oral uh, interviews and things like that. So it's it's, yeah. it's fun when you walk into that space. I mm-hmm. recall the first picture that hits you is of the old big splash. The, the multicolored slides the that come down. The first place I went to in Singapore, Is that right? I, th- I went in December 1996. Yeah. And a side note, it was the first time I'd ever been to a water park. It's salt water <laughs> going down the slides. It's, it's seawater. So you're not afraid of a pinch of salt? No, not, not when I'm in the, in the water. I'm not, no. But uh, yes, I but, love that stuff. But that's the first visual that gets you. Mm-hmm. And that alcove is beautiful. It shows, yeah. you know, some of the kampong things and yes. the, the swimming areas, uh-huh. uh, uh, East Coast Park at, yes. at uh, Fort Road and things. Uh, it, it was It's beautifully done. Yeah. Thank you. And did you yeah. notice the little tunnels? So there are two tunnels there that you can actually go into. And there's actually some that you can so for example in the oh. water zone you oh. hear like a water um, soundscape type thing and then when you're in that area you also hear like one of the birds chirping and that's from the other sound tunnel that we have nice yeah. and the kids area is this biodiversity mm-hmm. library that's that's uh, kind of sponsored by the aquarium yep. here uh, uh-huh. down at Sentosa and Clearly, we need to talk about the future of the earth, ecological topics. But this is quite a departure from the old children's area, which was which was fairly standard, I would say, in its approach to mm-hmm. children's books and children's reading. This is a very immersive experience, I think, for mm-hmm. kids. Yes, it is. So um, the previous children's section focused on environmental conservation. But with this collaboration with Resorts Wilson Tosa, the Children's Biodiversity Library by Sea Aquarium is actually, like you mentioned, the first marine biodiversity themed learning space for children at a public library. So um, in this space, apart from it trying to mimic what it would be like if you were if you went deeper and deeper into the oceanscape, um, we have some features like the floor-to-ceiling coral column that features coral-like structures, uh, mm. yeah, coral-like features. And we also have like a specimen showcase so you can actually see like shark jaws and some coral skeletons. Um, apart from that, if you notice the book ends or the shelf ends, did you notice the seaweed? I didn't see that. Okay, no. so, um, I didn't remember seeing it. Okay, yeah. so it's interesting because the further in you go, like the seaweed gets uh, taller. So it's supposed oh. to again mimic that you're going <laughs> oh, deeper wow. into the ocean. So again, for the Children's Biodiversity Library, it's actually divided into three different zones. So we start with the intertidal zone. So if you go visit today, you'll notice that you'll be welcomed by some hanging birds on top. Mm. <laughs> and then as you go further in, um, you'll see the coral column and then you go into the sea jelly zone where the tallest the sea seaweed. creatures are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a very very interesting space. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you about the immersive room, which mm. I'm hoping to see today. I know yes. Glenn has seen it. Yep. But when Glenn told me there was an AI storytelling component, mm-hmm. the author in me initially was, eh, really? <laughs> but then when he explained it to me, I thought, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I can see the merits of that. Mm-hmm. So AI, mm-hmm. very polarizing subject, yes. particularly for authors like me. Yes. So how did you come about the process, the decision-making process to having what you have there now? Um, so again, uh, when we reached out to different partners, so this was in partnership with Amazon Web Services. Mm. Um, so for the story gen, it's showcased in the, as you mentioned, the immersive room. And the immersive room, um, although most libraries have an immersive room, ours is the first to feature a curved wall projection. And um, Yeah, it's like the whole yes. <laughs> big wall is yes. one big projection it's screen. Cool, huh? Yeah, it's really yeah. neat. Yeah. So again, this is part of NLB's um, Experience It service to make emerging technologies such as generative, generative AI accessible 
accessible to all. And through StoryGen, patrons can actually add a unique twist to well-loved stories and folktales by, you know, keying in some keywords and choosing the different art styles that you'd like to have your story generated in. It's like and, a bunch of drop-down menus. Yeah, yeah. You, know, so, you design the story, Exactly. Right? And then you'll yeah. see it projected onto that nice curved wall. And then you can actually take a photo with the storybook cover and you can download that story and keep that version with it. Oh, I, you. I missed that part of yeah. it. I didn't get my photo or my story. I oh, guess you'll have to make another trip down. Oh, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> and what, what's been the response so far? From- it's been great. Again, it's been really heartening to see both our previous patrons who used to come to the old Central Public Library as well as new patrons. Um, so, for example, on opening day, you know, we had people queuing up with their little trolleys to make sure they scoop up all the new books because everybody <laughs> loves new books, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been great. We've been getting positive feedback so far. Uh, the children's section especially, I mean, there's a lot of uh, media coverage on it. So people come and specifically want to take photos and explore the children's section. Yeah, But the cool. adult spaces, too, are quite nice in that. Um, yeah, tell us more about that, too, because obviously mm. it, this isn't just for kids yeah, down yeah. there. And adults <laughs> need there. They, they want to read. They want to work. They mm-hmm. want to study, do different things. Yeah, so um, we've got a couple of study areas, and we've got a reading zone. We also, if you look at the different design elements or the architecture within the library, you'll see that, um, again, it pulls in that Singapore focus very strongly mm. because you can see, like, breeze block features, mm. um, the mosaic tiles that we see in the HDBS states, um, the chairs are supposed to mimic those that we see in the coffee shops. Mm. And, of course, we've got Singapore-themed murals peppered around the library, the biggest one being at the entrance of the library. Mm. So with that, too, we um, engaged and collaborated with uh, renowned local artists as well as the Nanyang Academy of Fine Arts students to do these um, murals. And the theme given to the students was uh, Singapore Kaleidoscope. So they interpreted it into their own way. So you can see, like, really very different versions of their interpretations above the shelves when you walk along the adult section in the that, library. That's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said it a hundred times. <laughs> I never tire of saying it. Mm-hmm. National Library Board has the best public library system in the world. Yep. It's you. not even close. Anyone who's lived in other countries will know this. It's mm-hmm. not even close. How do you keep staying relevant? And mm-hmm. I suppose next question, mm-hmm. what's next for NLB in 2024 or the, or the Central Library in specifically? Well, I think as, you know, we are guided by our Lab 25 values. Like strategy, yeah. yeah. strategies. Yeah. And so I think in, you know, always thinking of how we can improve our systems and our services to patrons. Again, we always keep engaged with our community. We reach out to different partners all the time. We also make sure we're, you know, we're checking with different trends. So, you know, we've got teams that visit other libraries, you know, around the world so they can bring back ideas and that we can collaborate together on. Well, what's happening next in 2024, I would say, is the uh, reopening of the Central Arts Library. Hmm. So that will be in the National Library building itself um, on one of the levels. So that will be something exciting to look forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was there for this program, the Bridge to the Classics mm. program, which yes. talks about Singapore as it's seen in classic novels mm-hmm. around the world in 80 days, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And you had, I think, two or three rooms, uh, like yes, the program, program rooms, rooms mm-hmm. downstairs, which I imagine at some point, Mr. Humphreys, you might be doing something in one of them. But They only have to ask. They're, <laughs> go- they're gorgeous, right? The, yes. the AV is great. Mm-hmm. And they're very comfortable. They're, mm-hmm. They seem to be a very useful, functional space for these types of evening programs or day programs. Yes, so especially because of our location, we get a lot of program requests or like partners that want to collaborate with us on programs. Yeah. And 
so for this particular revamp, we have uh, moved all our program rooms to one area, as you mentioned. Yeah. And so we've got uh, we've actually got three program rooms as well as the immersive room. And the two main program rooms can be opened up together with the immersive room to oh. become one mega space that can hold up to 300 people. I was going to say hundreds, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Well, it's a great job. Mm-hmm. Wonderful effort. Um, we, we're going to leave it there for now. I but just have one complaint. Yeah. <laughs> can I have my complaint? Sure. It's a serious complaint. Okay, be nice. You, well, no. <laughs> the minute he says it's a serious complaint, it's not a serious complaint. Okay. I'm just saying. People forget you have a fantastic mm-hmm. reference library, of yes, course, right? Do. You yep. have the biggest reference, mm-hmm. Singapore reference library in mm-hmm. Singapore. I use it myself mm-hmm. quite a lot. Very popular. Mm-hmm. I used to go there and my books, mm-hmm. you're like this, my books used to be in the Singapore section. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, they're in the Singapore history section. Because <laughs> you're that Don't old. Don't make me an old man. <laughs> right? Don't put me in the history section. That's not my fault. I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah, she's like, not my area. Yeah, not my yeah. area. <laughs> next, she'll put it in the archaeology section next. I'll let my colleagues know. Yeah, 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 no, that was great. the right answer. It's a great uh, reference library. Thank you. All right, Thank you, Melissa Kawasoe, the Senior Manager of the Central Public Library for the National Library Board. Thanks for being with us today and, and cluing us in. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.